Peace Chai. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 18 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 18 starts out with Chad correcting Miss D by saying that would be back to back. And ends with Darbus questioning Kelsey on signups. Wow, what a beautiful minute. I know. It starts and ends with the Darbs. Minute said the what what's the line in the what's the line of the song? What a beautiful wedding. What, <laughs> what a beautiful wedding, said the groom bride to a waiter. Yeah, so I was at a wedding the other weekend <laughs> and we were going around saying, What a beautiful wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I love that energy. I wish. <laughs> What a beautiful minute, um, I said sarcastically <laughs> uh, to a waiter. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor's pretty boss in this, this here minute. Yeah, this so, is a Taylor minute. We've been talking about how we want more Taylor. Taylor gets a this, whole minute. This minute was tailor-made anyway. A. <laughs> I think both Condra and I are tired and we just have no, there's, there's just fumes <laughs> running this. We're going to be fine. Chad, you know, it's so rare that Chad gets to correct people. I know. It's usually the other way around. So I'm sure he's, he's very a, excited to be like, hey, I know the answer to that. He's Yeah, he's not the um actually type. Well, he is the um actually type, but more about like sports stuff, I guess. The problem is that the movie's always setting up like people saying like stupid things about sports. Like, yeah. wow, you're really the, the Michael Jordan of baseball. And then someone. I don't like that Darbus is like, I, I'm like, is it intentional that you're making like a grand sl- Like, it seems over the top to the point where I'm like, mm, are you just like pulling our legs? Well, like she could be doing like the classic artsy kid like sports ball joke like yeah. everything that's everything that sports is the same and so i'm just going to refer it all with the same words i think top to bottom championships was kind of funny though it is no it's definitely like a good mistake but like, that's not a factual error that's just like an idiomatic error and sometimes idioms come out a little backwards oh absolutely i am not one to just to, to word well most of the time. <laughs> Especially when you're a teacher and you have to word all day. Absolutely. My God, I had to word for five minutes today and I was like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> so everyone gets everyone gets their little jokes. They get Ms. a little Darbus chuckle. Gets, There's a little chuckle. Miss Darbus gets to make fun of the sports ball kids and Chad gets, gets to make fun of the theater nerd and everybody's happy. Yeah, and it's all in good fun. It's not like they're feeling antagonized the way they used to about Darbus. Like, there's some mutual respect here now. Yeah, back in the day, he'd get a detention for that. Yeah. <laughs> but Darbus likes him now. Okay. So they... they uh, Taylor gets queued up by Miss Darbus, right? As she's leaning in to whisper into Chad's ear something like, nice job, Wildcat. Which... Also, like, just weird timing. Like, yeah. are you congratulating him for messing with Miss Darbus or Yeah, what? probably. I feel like that's the most likely kind of thing is like, oh. Because she she looks joyful about it. It's not just like she's slapping him and being like, get yourself together kind of thing. Be, be respectful to your <laughs> Get teacher. your head in the game. Yeah. Get your head out of the game. 
<laughs> into the classroom. Into get the your class. head into the classroom. I would have loved a song in this movie. Get your, get your head in the classroom. Get your head just, into the classroom. It just does not have the same rhythmic. There's The syllables don't quite line up. Get your head in the books. Get, get your, your head, head in the, the books. books. Like, that would have been, like, a good, like, turnaround for High School Musical 3. Like, Chad, you gotta pass. <laughs> you gotta pass math. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not gonna you're not gonna go to college. You're not gonna be able to play hoops. Again, Chad has very little on his desk. I'm like looking at a an image, and yeah, it's just homeroom. But like, at least a lot of the folks have like books or papers or something. He's just got the ticket, uh, the poster about prom. You know what's impressive? The class is basically full. Uh huh. You tell me none of these kids have senioritis. They're just like, ah, I'll come in late. I'll bring in Starbucks, and they're they're all there on time. I mean, it's the day after the championship, which doesn't make sense. Like that means the championship was on a Sunday, probably, or is it like a Thursday? Who knows? Uh, hard to say. Yeah, it could have been like a Thursday night championship, and then they come to school on the Friday. Yeah. But, but usually think, those things are on Friday or Saturday nights. Yeah, that's why I was like, that makes no sense. But, um, oh, no, no. Okay, so, all right, let's try and parse this out. So we can maybe figure out what day of the week it is, because Taylor go- starts going into a schedule. And she starts sliding out part of the blackboard to see. I love, I love a blackboard reveal. Absolutely. And always always a good joke like, oh, there's nothing written down here. Psych, there's a bunch of stuff written down here. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, of course Taylor wants to go for the dramatics. The one thing that is kind of bothering me about Taylor's outfit is that her shirt isn't tucked in. Oh, the, the one thing that was bothering me about Taylor's outfit is that nobody has ever dressed like that, ever. You were not around in the mid-2000s in the same way I was. <laughs> I tried to dress like this in the mid-2000s. I wore a I think, tie to school multiple times in middle school. I think people tried to dress like that. this, and, like, it was ridiculous. Like, no one ever successfully dressed like this, no. is what I'm saying. No. Like This is the outfit of a per- Like, more than any other outfit we've seen in all these three movies, this is an outfit that no one has ever pulled off. <laughs> no. But Taylor's Blackboard. So she starts telling about all of the things that are happening. And there are all these committees and things and groups running to make sure that all of the of big event, senior events are happening. And as class president, Taylor needs to tell everyone. While we cannot Not take, just class president, student body president. Excuse me, student body president. The body so, politic. Yeah. So we can't read the first point on the blackboard very well. Other than that, it says senior. Do you want to make a guess of what the second word is? Senior citizens. Sure. Because then point two is cross-indexed. So who knows what that That doesn't make any sense. And then number three is birthdays, which she also does not address in this talk. So why? Maybe there's no birthdays this week. Or maybe it's a later day in the week and they already did the birthdays. Oh, could be. But then point four is what she starts talking about in that the senior trip committee is meeting tomorrow 
and will report to the prom committee on Thursday, um, which are points four and five on her blackboard. Yes. The prom committee is run by Martha. Who you can buy your tickets from. Don't be late. And Martha holds up a cute poster of Martha looking cute. She holds up the poster for, yeah. the, for the last waltz prom. Yeah, and Martha's sitting in the front row, so we get kind of an interesting angle where it's like it's the view from the back row of Martha turning around and looking at everybody yeah. from the front. It's it's weird because we like this is a classroom that we've always had very weird geography of. Yeah. Like we've never really gotten the full scope of this classroom. <laughs> No, and we're panning like. around the classroom more in this minute and, like, seeing multiple mannequins. There's two mannequins plus a knight's costume. It's so weird that she has full mannequins. Dressed in her classroom? Absolutely. One of them is, like, a, a spirit, a, like, a fairy type from, like, a Shakespeare. And then the other one could actually be a person standing up. I don't know. The one in the middle between the knight and the fairy, you can't really a, see there's them. There's just a model of someone standing. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to That's tell. for the figure drawing class later. Ignore that. <laughs> yeah, so it's we're seeing a little more of the classroom in this scene, but the wall in which the camera is on, I have no idea how wide this classroom is. I think the closest we've seen to a complete classroom is during what time is it when they zoom out to throw their papers in the air? Yeah. It's always like a full classroom too. Like, yeah, it feels like it's there's no room to like stretch out and relax, especially in a theater class where like you usually want people like standing up and moving around to have the seats in the rows like that doesn't super make sense. No, but there is that kind of stage throne area up front as well as like a screen off to the side. So maybe they utilize that space that Darbus is often sitting in. Maybe. So anyway, the theme of the prom, right? Because there's the senior trip committee and they report to the prom committee. For some reason. If, if that makes sense. The theme of the prom is the last waltz. But don't be the last one to, to buy your tickets, says Taylor as she slams her. What do you call those like pointer? Pointer? Like strip, like, an extended you, post pointer? Ex, yeah. It, it's got like the, the radio antenna like... Um, sectioned like extenders Mm -hmm. and she slaps it on Chad's desk which like surprises him do you think he hasn't bought his like is Martha telling her who's bought tickets and she knows (laughs) that Chad hasn't or is she just assuming Chad hasn't bought the tickets yet I think it's wild for like Taylor to like have the back seat position in that scenario like you telling me Taylor's not buying her own prom ticket like it's not an equal. They both bought their own prompt. Well, I guess she is kind of expectant in some ways. Like, she does that annoying, like, oh, does that mean I'm your girlfriend thing in the last movie? Or, like, or no, in the first movie, she's, like, like a date, kind of. Like, she does that right <laughs> at the end, and it's, like, Taylor, girl, come on. You admire Oprah Winfrey. I'm just saying, like, it's it's, like, the weird, like, force the force the boy to do something and like be mad at him when he forgets as opposed to like which he's known to do it's toxic taylor Taylor as like strong independent woman clashes with like taylor as 
a conniving girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Her I, sis- I guess everyone's figuring themselves out in high school. Yeah, but her sister's rule book is bad. And clearly this is another page out of that sister's rule book. I mean, it's possible. Like, if Taylor's the student body president, like, seems like she should, be, like, be automatically going to prom. I guess everyone has to buy their ticket. But, like, she's going. Maybe yeah. if Chad doesn't buy his ticket and she's there by herself, that would be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Could be that. But I have a feeling it's more of a, like, have you gotten your act together yet? Have you bought the tickets? How expensive do you think? Do you remember how expensive your prom tickets were? I feel like they were, like, 40 to $60. I was thinking on the 60 to 80 so that may be right. Okay. So. Uh. Yeah. Chad doesn't. I guess he could just use his, like, extra caddy money for that. Yeah. But he hasn't been working since last summer, presumably. Probably not, no. So Taylor goes on about the scheduling of things. The thing that confuses me is that, like, the the schedule alternates with final study group. And I was just like, alternates what? Like, you've been saying, like, every day of the week. What does it alternate? (laughs) So I guess in the days she didn't list, it's a final study group. I felt like she listed too many things for that to alternate. So No, because graduation and yearbook committee were back to back on Monday. So I think it's like Tuesday right now. Tuesday morning now. Yeah, I think. Because if senior trip meets tomorrow and then reports to prom on Thursday, that would give Friday off and then the weekend and then graduation and yearbook on Monday. I think it's Tuesday. I truly do not care about this line of conversation anymore. I know you don't. Yeah, the final study group alternating thing didn't make any sense to me either, though. Chad chimes in with his little joke of, uh, so what's the special at lunch in the cafeteria today? And Taylor shuts him down with a New York deli. Yeah, they're like, okay, know-it-all, you know everything, what's this thing that you probably don't know? And then, oh, I actually do know the answer. And then everyone goes, ooh, like, I, what? (laughs) The the banter was like, like, it was banter just for the sake of banter, and it, like, didn't make any sense. (laughs) No, but I think it's still, like, it could be a cute jab, like a, oh, you're so overscheduled and your brain is so full. Do you actually know the thing I care about? The lunch special. <laughs> Chad only thinks about lunch. Yeah. What is New York Deli, though? <laughs> what does that mean? You know. Just sandwiches? That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, it's probably, like, sandwiches. like. But they're, like, hot sandwiches? Yeah, like, like they hot make... sandwiches. Yeah. Like so a Reuben. is that the day they make Cuban and um, what's the other type Isn't of... is it Reuben? Rubens and yeah yeah they put pickles and cheese on sandwiches and then call it a day like ham on marble dry who knows yeah it's a weird yeah it's like what school is calling it maybe it's not Tuesday because there's no tacos being served <laughs> it's just it's for it's for the special to be just be sandwiches like that feels disappointing but grilled cheese day was always the best yeah, that's grilled cheese, though. Like, deli, like, uh, one, I want to go into a New York deli and ask for a New York deli. See what they give me. Other than a sock in the nose. <laughs> give me a New York special. <laughs> uh, uh, 
But like, yeah, is it like a pastrami sandwich? Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, maybe it is pastrami. I could pastrami. go for a pastrami sandwich. I have a concern that they're overscheduled and when are they sleeping? As someone who was in that position back when I was in high school and college, I cons- I am concerned for them. Yeah, you just like slowly let things fade away and stop caring about the little tiny details. Yeah, but Taylor doesn't. Stop doing your math homework. That was kind of what I did. <laughs> um, it was calculus. I was never going to be perfect at calculus. Yeah, no, I got a concussion toward like right around when this is all happening. I got a concussion my senior year. So basically two weeks didn't exist for me. I was like, well. Am I relearning it or am I just going to let it go? I still got a four on the AB calculus exam. So I I consider that a win. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I retook calculus in college, so I didn't have to do another math class. I didn't have to take another math class. Open curriculum. So Sharpay gets invited up as the four-term, four-term drama club president. Which I think is hilarious because that's only like two years, if you think about it. Which is, well, it depends. Th- this is what I wanted to ask. Is is it is the president elected every like semester, like half a year? Or is it every year? Because there's a version of this where she's been president of the drama club since she was a freshman, <laughs> which is mind-boggling. But her parents are rich. I guess, like, if she was an eighth grader who was already in the high school play, like, that happens sometimes. Yeah, but. I mean, I think she talked about that being the case when she was like, oh, I've starred in however many productions here. But Sharpay gets up and says, well, because everyone's so busy with finals and proms, I figured we'd go with something modest for the spring production this year. Maybe even a one-woman show. And Ryan looks ticked. He's like, yeah. what? And then the faces, the other faces that we do see look a little bit confused. Miss Darvis starts chiming in with the like light on s- ticket sales or light on signups. Signups, yeah, wrong word. Um, but the 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 panicked Kelsey reaction we get, where she like suddenly jumps into action and starts writing things down, that was the realest thing that's ever happened in a High School Musical movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, no, I need to fix this right now. I don't care the consequences. <laughs> Just like the tiny, quiet girl suddenly realizing that she has to do something and then yeah. jumping into action. Yeah. But we'll find out what Kelsey has to say next week. So we we just see Kelsey jump you into action. You can bet on it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Wait, no, we're not done? Okay. No, we're not done yet. <laughs> um, also, since we since we paused the minute, where we paused it, I saw that Kelsey on her desk had Hamlet. Ah. So. Maybe it's the same book that's also on Jason and Taylor's desk, too. Maybe. Maybe Miss Darbus actually does some teaching and they, like, read Shakespeare. Or, like, just English kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I could get, I get Shakespeare vibes from stuff in her classroom. She's got some weird masks on the back wall. I mean, like, it's kind of, it's kind of nice to, like, if you're taking theater as like sort of an elective or a special type thing. Yeah. Like, yes, you have the like the silly theater things that you always do that are kind of easy. But then sometimes it's like, OK, we're just going to read a play like that is what theater yeah. class is. It's just reading a play. And I love that. So I always enjoyed that in classes when we could just like read a play out loud and people had parts and stuff. And I liked that. But really, this minute, I mean, well, nothing happens, I guess. Like, no. 
I have to comment, as I always do, I do not like how they styled Taylor's hair. It looks real bad. It's, like, obnoxiously straight. Like, unrealistically. It looks like a wig. Yeah, I mean, some people do that. No, I know, but it just, like, it just aggravates me. Yeah, I like the shade of purple she's in. Oh, yeah, no. The the outfit's interesting, uh, but it should be tucked in, but... um. It's it's very uh, student body precedent. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're we're introduced to this idea of like, oh, what's the spring musical gonna be? Excuse me, Tyler. And like that's spring musical. The musical. Thank you. And that's gonna be something that maybe the rest of this movie is anchored around. You know, eighteen minutes into the movie, let's let's get a a little <laughs> bit of a plot hook going. Yeah. Well, it is a High School Musical. Gotta have a musical. Anyway, All right. we've got a segment for you. Cue the music. What do you got for me this week, Condra? I still don't know if you actually <laughs> play music, and I'll never know. <laughs> wouldn't it be great if there? I just left those pauses in? <laughs> that, I mean, it would be, but again, I wouldn't know. <laughs> So I thought back to some of the fun games we've played in the past, and I want to bring back the book adaptation. Ah, uh, yes. That thing that DCOMs don't really do anymore, but is kind of up Disney's vibe to just be lazy and adapt something that basically everybody already knows. Yep. And because you worked is as a children's librarian at a very specific time, I have to be a little more judicious with which books I select. So today I have for you The Strange Case of Origami Yoda by Tom Engelberger. Okay, so <laughs> um, <laughs> I never read this book. I'm aware of its existence. Oh, okay. Um, the Strange Case of Origami Yoda by Tom Engelberger? Yep. Um, he also did like a like a Rocket and Groot book. Yeah, he did. That seemed more interesting than the Origami Yoda thing. Origami Yoda, it was, it was just the cover was the whole book. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, Yoda. He's made out of paper. I don't. I don't even know. Like, do you want to know the premise it's, it's, of the book? Then it's or just a, it's just a mark <laughs> like it's just a marketing thing. It's like oh, you put Yoda on the cover, but like a little wacky and different. See, the weird thing is, this is not book published by Hyperion, which is Disney's publishing. It's published by a different So this publisher. is like this is like one that like they licensed Yeah. Yoda as like a thing that they could be used. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like hiring Tom Engelberger to like write a marketing thing. Yeah. Wow, he must have had a real creative vision. I mean, so it is a pretty fun sounding story. It's very Diary of a Wimpy Kid esque. Definitely. Is um, is Origami Yoda, is it like Paper Mario where it's like just stuff happening, but the characters happen to be made out of paper or what? No, no. <laughs> so Dwight is a sixth grader at Macquarie Middle School, and he's the weird kid. He makes wow. an Origami Yoda and does a mock voice of it and offers kids advice, claiming to wield the force. And another kid is not having it. And he aims to prove that Origami Yoda is a bunch of baloney 
And because mostly because Origami Yoda is giving out information about people that they maybe shouldn't know about. Like, like how does <laughs> Wait, Origami does Yoda know about this stuff? And so this kid is like, are you kidding me? I like the idea that the child has knowledge in Origami Yoda that he wouldn't otherwise have. Like, by embodying Origami Yoda, he becomes supernaturally powerful. Yeah, like like the like the girl who could do a backflip in a mascot costume, but not outside, but not exactly. outside the mascot costume. Um, so keep going. Is there more that, you're going to tell that, me? That's or all I got. Just like that's the that figure- is the Wikipedia synopsis. So yeah, this is an interesting version of the decom game because it's like okay, with this information, how do you make it a movie? Well, and there's also remember it is a series of books. So it continues with Darth Paper Strikes Back, The Secret of the Fortune Wookiee, The Surprise Attack of Jabba the Puppet, and Princess Labelmaker to the Rescue. See, Princess Labelmaker, not a good pun, no. but kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, Origami Yoda, okay. I guess I didn't even realize if it was about a kid or if it was just about like a, a version of Yoda, but was made out of paper. I guess it makes sense if it's just a regular middle school fiction book. Like, sure. Taking the wisdom of Yoda, bringing it to the middle school realm. <laughs> the, the the idea of like, oh my God, Yoda, it's so random. Like, I don't know. Everyone knows Yoda. It's not that random. <laughs> no, but like... If it's a bad Yoda impression, it's a bad Yoda impression. Like, yeah, some people think they're funny and they're not. <laughs> uh, OK, so a story about a weird kid who tries to um, give has this to other people. kid who has beef with him because he doesn't he doesn't believe in the baby Yoda. And then they become <laughs> friends at the I, end. I, don't I guess think they probably. become friends. It doesn't. I don't think so. As I read, like, the second, like, the second book synopses, the weird kid is suspended for making a threat through Yoda. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, so is the weird kid the main character or yeah, not? Yeah, the weird kid's the main character. <laughs> okay, this is so weird. <laughs> so the origami Yoda kid, I guess he's played by, like, whatever, like, up-and-coming like little brother actor on a Disney show. This is like, let's give that kid the movie and a chance to shine. Yeah. It would be like Matt from Lizzie McGuire if it had been made back in Lizzie McGuire time. <laughs> it's weird though, because like sixth grade isn't really a grade that you do in no movies or TV. You do fifth grade, which is weird. Like other than Ned's declassified school survival guide, like, if you're going to set something in middle school, like... Didn't Wonder take place during middle school? Maybe. Or like sixth grade? I don't know. Like, it's so specific for things to be in sixth grade, and you have to hire, like, people who are just the right age. Yeah. I'm trying to think, because I recently, earlier in the summer, saw Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And that's seventh grade. But I feel like that's... Yeah, like, I feel like that's even, like, seventh grade. Yeah. Sixth grade is just the most nothing year uh, possible, like... Other than you're scared in a new school, usually. <laughs> but but it's, like, hard to hire actors who are, like, oh, just that threshold of age. Well, I mean, that was the Percy Jackson problem. 
Oh my god. <laughs> 17-year-old Logan Lerman. Yeah. The new show, do we know anything about the new Percy Jackson show when, yeah, it, when we it's do. coming out? It comes out next year, next uh, 2024, okay. and it did not get impacted by the writer strike, although Rick was on is on strike with the rest of them um, because he is part of the writer's guild. Well, well, now that there's the actor strike, though. Yeah, well. Now it is impacted. So it was done principal filming. When I saw okay. him back in May, he was like, we are on track. I've seen rough cuts already. They're just adding special effects. It like they're they're in the post production part of it now. All right, so, so special effects may, and then marketing period. Okay, yeah, we may get it still in time, but I don't know. And you always have to do some post production fill in scenes. Yeah, so it may get delayed because of that, but it was more on track than other things. I feel like it's more of like an early two thousands like decom comedy that was just like bouncing around a school and having funny things happen. Yeah. Well, that's why it was giving off strong Diary of Wimpy Kid energy. These days, decoms have more of a gimmick. But I guess if you found a kid who does like a really good Yoda voice, the other thing you could do is you could like mix in some like like animated sequences <gasps> or that would like be cool. Or like have almost like a like a Lizzie McGuire esque like like and like when when he's doing the Yoda voice like the little Yoda puppet that would be cool. becomes like animated mm-hmm. um, and I talks like in like a special effects way or a, um, not a special effects way a computer post production way yeah I like that idea of like really dissociating the the origami Yoda from. The real I think, world. I think. I think if you were adapting it, you're not looking for s- sequels, though. You're just you're throwing all the puns into the one movie. Oh, absolutely. You're having the you're having the Wookie the, cookie and the the Darth paper. Darth paper, like yeah. Like I've, the first half of the movie is maybe the plot of the first book, and then it's just like cram everything in, get all the jokes in. It's wacky and it's funny. Yeah, I. I could imagine them changing like an ending to be like the the kid who didn't like the weird kid cr- folded up the Emperor Palpatine or Darth Paper. What would Emperor Palpatine's? I just said last last minute we were talking too much about Star Wars, and here I go picking an, a Star Wars based. We don't talk about Star Wars. <laughs> um, I know this is on you. Uh, yeah, um, like I an mean, Emperor Palpatine pun name to fight you like it would be funny if the end was a paper doll battle basically of like them just like rubbing them in each other's faces and imagining it is like the cool f- battle from episode three i was gonna say emperor papyrus oh that's a good one papyrus teen because <laughs> emperor paper teen is like right there emperor magazine yeah. also yeah so there, those are your puns. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, if you wanted to like go really bold, there, there's like the, there's the idea that like, it's sort of a Lego movie esque, like, um, duality where like over time, instead of starting off in the fictional world and then getting to know the real characters behind them, we start in the real world. And then over time, everything gets abstracted into the fictional characters. Mm. And at the end you have like, 
the like mostly the characters interacting and then we just have to like interpret what's happening with the real people like on the reverse end of things yeah the only issue i see with that is it's a decom what what do you mean like decoms never hit that hard i'm i'm not saying it's gonna be good yeah (laughs) so do we need to talk about like what do i need to have as a product i don't know (laughs) is it over it's a movie (laughs) yep it's over this is the amount of effort that writers do and this is why they're on strike (laughs) no because they work hard in coming up with these pitches unlike us unlike us (laughs) that's why we are not writers (laughs) I could come up with a pitch if I had read the source material. (laughs) I read you the synopsis of the source material. You weren't even sure if they were friends or not. (laughs) I knew they weren't friends. I said that. In in our decom version, they do become friends at the end. Just to be clear. Okay. Because it's a decom. It has to end happily. Yes. And then there's a dance party. And we have the animated Yoda dancing. Yeah. Like the Lego Star Wars Yoda? Like Flubber. Oh, yeah. Because Flubber's got to dance. Yeah. All right. We're <laughs> well, all over the place. We did Let's, it. Um, we did it. Yeah, we did. Where can people find us on the internet, Condra? You can find us on Instagram at Amateur Nerds. Who knows if there's other social mediums that are like mostly like text and limited character based? I don't know. <laughs> You can also find us on Tumblr at Wildcat Minute or send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at GoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time to find out what Kelsey is writing down and if they have signups, you can bet on it.